it's all about experimentation, right? Because you also don't need to offer it like for everyone, right? You can just see what is the incremental impact on my conversion rate if I'm gonna like offer free shipping for 10% of my traffic. Hello and welcome to the Ecom Ops Podcast. We believe that there is more than enough content focused on e-commerce marketing and not enough content celebrating the real heroes of e-commerce, those running the operation. Each week, we find and interview an e-commerce operations expert to share the secrets behind how some of this industry's most exciting businesses are run. I'm your host, Norbert Strappler, the CEO of SingSpider. Hello and welcome to another Ecom Ops podcast. Today I'm talking to Alexandra from Get Response. Hello, Alexandra. Great to have you here. Hey, really excited to, to be here. Yeah, it's really awesome. Uh, I know everyone knows Get Response, I think. So, uh, great, great tool. Um, and uh, yeah, you are uh, responsible for, um, for the marketing. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So tell me a bit, how, how did you get into this business? Yeah, uh, that's actually like a good question. Like what was it to define like this this business, right? Because um, yeah, I'm actually currently the CMO to get a response that is marketing automation platform for e-commerces also like, to scale the revenue. Uh, so basically to get a response, uh, like we are running a SaaS company. So this is a software as a service company, a uh, little bit more like, you know, like we are selling a products we are selling like a software but but in the subscription a subscription model um so it's rather like a b2b b2b business however like you know i've been working previously also like i actually started my journey i would say with the e-commerce so like you know like many years ago like 12 years ago or something like this uh once i was responsible for uh like building and like you know uh, for the go-to-market strategy for iot product so that was actually smart sleep mask that we are selling through some pre-order campaigns and then through actually the regular like e-commerce campaigns so that that was actually my i would say my first like real job was super related like super into e-commerce uh that was a startup back then uh with quite an innovative product so that was even harder to to market it um but uh, but i actually like started with, with the e-commerce then actually uh, like moved to, to Uber uh, to scale Uber Eats. So like that's actually like, you know, more of a marketplace where you are selling that like, yeah, where you get like free sides of the marketplaces and, uh, and but also like, you know, focus being super focused on the ordering frequency and like retention and user retention was like really my core focus, making sure that the customer is gonna like order again and again. And that's like one of the key issues also for many e-commerce businesses here too. And eventually, actually, I always wanted to be super close to the marketing technology. So, you know, like the best way to uh, to be close to the marketing technology is to work at a company that basically produces, you know, like marketing technology, right? So marketing automation, yeah, yeah <laughs> marketing automation system. So I'm kind of lucky to produce like, you know, like to be a target group, like for uh, for my product myself. Right. So uh, like that's quite nice, like to market, uh, market the product, like kind of to people like yourself. Ah, cool. Well, it's really an, an amazing journey. Um, let's stick to the journeys. So um, while well, e-commerce businesses, you know, are customer centric. So how important is a, a customer journey optimization? 
Yeah, it's actually like super, super, super important. And I think like, you know, the customer journey, like sometimes is this, this kind of like nice catchy word that we are using, right? But but uh, like, it's actually all about the conversion rates, right? And it's all about being focused more on the bottom of the funnel or like being focused on the whole funnel, actually, rather than just on the top of the funnel. And I used to see among many e-commerces that many e-commerce companies are focused mostly on the top of the funnel, meaning, you know, the clicks and like, you know, acquiring the user, uh, like getting the traffic boosted, et cetera, uh, rather than the actual experience, right? Because it's so much easier, like, and much more effective to boost revenue by boosting, let's say, the conversion rate uh, by one percentage point, et cetera. Because then like the impact on the revenue and the ROI will be much, much better. And we know that, you know, e-commerce businesses, not all of them, depending on the niche and the industry, but basically e-commerces are working on quite a small margins. So it means that you really actually like shouldn't be spending like a lot on the user acquisition. What you should be spending a lot specifically in terms of the effort, is a conversion optimization across the funnel and then making sure that you are minimizing the abandoned cards and that you also make the user to return. Because you don't want to just, you know, like acquire the user and then like, you know, offer like a bad experience so that the user will never return. You want to maximize the LTV, so the lifetime value of this user, making sure that eventually the total margins after a few years from this customer will be as, as big as possible. Mm-hmm. Got it. Um, what What do you think? What What are uh, e-commerce companies uh, risk losing uh, with with or mm, you know, with a bad customer journey? Yeah. So uh, you know, like I've been going through some stats recently also, and there's this like Bymart study that is basically analyzing like most of the like you know mid-sized and big uh, e-commerces uh, like in the United States and in Europe also. And basically, like the recent actual number is that. We know that 70% of the users, basically, they leave their cards. And if we can actually have a look on the mobile numbers, then we know that like 86% of users leave their cards on mobile. So oh, wow. That's like, you know, like 87%. That's huge. That's huge, right? So it means that's like, that's, that's crazy, actually, right? And obviously, like this, so basically, if you take into consideration the e-commerce turnover in the US only, like on the yearly basis, last year, it was about like uh, almost like 800, uh, 800, billions, uh, 800 billion yearly in terms of the revenue in the US only. So, you know, if you're going to like improve, let's say, the checkout process just by 1%, then the whole e-commerce market gets like, you know, 50 billion more, right? So like the revenue impact, like is super, super, super huge just by improving like, you know, like the checkout process or the abandoned cart process. So it's all about like the, you know, like the incremental rev- revenue or the potential revenue that you could get, but you are not getting because you are not paying too much attention like to, to, to this. And obviously, like there, there's like there are also some some softer factors such as uh, you know like the company like you know like the trust, uh, like the fact that the users will never return uh, to your website. But eventually, it's all about like revenue, right? Because because uh, like that's the, the big, most important thing that you are as a marketer, as an e-commerce uh, owner, like focus on, and you want to make sure the ROI will be positive. So uh, obviously, like some things such as you know reviews uh, are important, but eventually, like it's all like impacting uh, the fact that the customer will never return or the fact that the customer will never refer your e-commerce store, that there will be no word of 
the mouth. So actually, like, you know, you won't have this natural growth factor. And eventually, if you won't be able to retain your users, like you will you will actually like start losing money, right? So you eventually will, will start falling as a business. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Um, what, what do you think? What, what, what are the most common reasons uh, why, why on mobiles there is so much car abundant? Yeah, I actually like don't like I also like do know like what what are the like the numbers like behind it? Because like number one reason why actually the users are uh, abandoning cards and it's actually extending for like almost like forty five percent to it's like almost fifty percent uh, of all of the abandoned cards is that the, there are some extra costs uh, extra costs that basically appear during the checkout process. The so, shipping you know, yeah, costs. Yeah, 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 the shipping costs, the taxes. You know, there are right now many international e-commerces as well. And it's like, yeah, it's looking great. Like the shipping, even it's like smaller, but then you need to pay the tax or something. But the shipping costs, like that's, I think like in the nearest future, like only the e-commerces that are offering some, you know, like free uh, shipping, free delivery will survive because it's becoming like a massive, massive trend. And uh, and it's it's kind of like a standard, you know, like it's, I've heard that about 73% of users, basically they expect free delivery, right? So, and only like about 5% or something of, of companies are actually offering it. So that's a huge, huge thing that is often, often neglected. Yeah, this is, I mean, we are all... Uh... <clears throat> We all know Amazon, and I think one of the first things you do in Amazon is you check on the Prime Mark, yeah, and and to get free delivery of of the goods, and and you always take care that you get free delivery. So uh, this is something that we've been trained on, I think, in the in the yeah. past, yeah. And, that's that's uh, true. That's it's true. always a discussion. I mean, I talk to many, many, many e-commerce providers, e-commerce uh, shopping cart owners, and. Nearly every smaller one is struggling with those costs. Yeah? I mean, they have costs. It's really money what they need to pay. I mean, a big provider has special plans for the shipping. So they are all getting a ship, uh, a cheaper shipping. And the smaller ones, they need, of course, to survive. And they need to pay high amounts on shipping uh, um, uh, shipping prices. Yeah. Um, I, I understand that they want to charge for shipping, but yeah, it's it's definitely um, what what I yeah. see and what I hear. One of the biggest reasons. Yeah, 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 that's true. But obviously, there are various models, right? You can like offer like, free shipping from a certain value, uh, or you know, like let's. My suggestion would be let's actually give up on some discounts that are attracting users, but offer actually free shipping, right? Because eventually, like, the cost is more or less the same, right? If you're offering 20% off the first order or, like, you know, free shipping. So that's these are some things that I would, like, consider that it, it could be, like, you know, switched, right? Like, the, the discount, like, to, to, to free shipping. So, yeah, that's something that's something to consider. And I know, like, that, that this is a cost, but that, that's true. We as uh, users, you know, are getting used to it. Like, with Zalanda also offering it, you know, free returns, also another thing. Uh, that are related with the whole experience. But I think people should no. just start trying it. Yeah, um, don't be afraid. Try it. Yeah, give it a chance for a month or two, and see how it goes. Because this is really this can make a difference. Exactly. Yeah. Like it's all about experimentation, right? Because you also don't need to offer it like for everyone, right? You can just see what is the incremental impact on my conversion rate if I'm gonna like offer free shipping for ten percent of my traffic. 
and just, you know, have a real data see, okay, and then like on the basis of the real data, just like calculate like, you know, your, your margins just to calculate your costs. So you don't need to take it for granted. Oh, I'm going to like make this big move and introduce free shipping for all of the countries, all of the customers. You know, let's take it step by step and let's have this more of a growth approach. And this is my hypothesis. I'm going to experiment with that. Just 10% of the traffic or 5% of the traffic. Let's check whether it's statistically significant and what is the incremental growth. So that, that, that's how actually I would approach it. Yeah, nice. Thank you. Um, what what are the best practices that e-commerce businesses should follow during some optimization? What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, like uh, I'm gonna like answer it like twofold, let's, let's say in two parts. So one part is like also like related with uh customer journey in the e-commerce shop that is also like backed with data that is related with reasons for abandoning carts or checkouts process. And after after the shipping, we've got like another another thing such as you know, like the, the, the site wanted me to create an account, right? So like these are also some small things such as am I able to buy this product as just with my guest account? Do I need to really actually set up set up an account for this? Um, so that's that's uh, you know like a small IT project that could really help with the e-commerce optimization. Uh, then also like making sure that uh, you know like there are, if there are some specific steps uh, within the whole checkout process that you make it like very transparent from the very beginning, right? It's step one, two, three, because too long or complicated checkout process is also another another problem. Um, that people are facing with. I'm not actually obviously like I won't be talking about you know like the issues such as the website has errors or crash. Like this should be like the basics. Yeah, right? these are the basics, definitely. Yeah, this, yeah, these are like the basics. But also like you know like there's a huge depending on the country. Like this is there is this huge like you know trust factor. So because uh, you know many uh, like specifically if you are a small e-commerce shop then you need to make sure that you build trust among the users and that they will trust you with their credit card information. So making sure that obviously you've got like all of those reviews there, but also that you are able to, they are able to find you like, you know, in Google Maps, like, you know, like that you are able to find some real photos of your business of, you know, who stands behind it, that it's not a Chinese company. And there are many e-commerces like this or sort of nowadays, but there are, there are there's some real person standing like, you know, like with a real history and a story um standing uh, standing behind it that's something that definitely is gonna like help right like to build this uh build this uh, this trust uh and just make sure that the, the user will like finalize uh, finalize the, the the process and will actually yeah continue buying there um as well this is something that, that is yeah. in, in, in the in, in at least austria germany switzerland um, there needs to be an impress uh, um, on, on the website. And I think this is very important um, yeah. to really use this as um, also some kind of a, of a trust factor. Yeah? I mean, I, I'm so often visiting a website from the US or from SaaS companies uh, that are uh, outside Europe. And there is no information about the company at all. There's no impress in the privacy policy. They're just talking about the company's name, but you cannot find a physical address. You cannot have a phone yeah. number. You mostly don't have even an email address. You have a contact form. So these are trust factors that easily can be changed, just being open and transparent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that what is also worth to mention, because there are also many e-commerces that are working on more markets, like specifically in Europe, right? Like some, some also, let's say, German e-commerces that are selling to Poland, France, etc. 
they should be taking into consideration that there are some local aspects. As you mentioned, like impress is a specific thing for like, you know, the whole, the whole dark market, right? So if you are actually operating on that market, then you should actually have it. But there are also some other things like trust factors that you should be conscious of on various markets, right? So uh, not talking about like having the website even localized or like physical location there, but just knowing all these like, you know, local nuances. Like I also know from my industry, for example, German customers, they're like, super, super focused on the GDPR, right? You need to like make sure that there is like GDPR trusted, like, you know, like we are following all the GDPR like rules on the top of your homepage. And if you don't do this, then you won't actually, you know, sell any email marketing yeah. products to them. So let's take into consideration these local nuances. They're super often like neglected, right? The ones we are thinking about the scale and like, you know, scaling my shop to like various markets. So uh, let's actually like obviously like scale a business like globally, but think very locally. Yeah, yeah. Um, as as a marketer, how do you uh, determine the ideal um, advertising method for a business? What what uh, must businesses do prior to to adver advertising? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's that's a really like important question. Like uh, I would highlight like prior, right? So like before you are thinking about advertising and like what you should do, because I really do believe that ads should be the last thing that you are actually doing and optimizing, right? So like before you're gonna bring any like paid traffic to your website let's make sure for example that you get first like before you're gonna like start paying for so-called prospecting ads so the ads that are basically targeting new audiences you should first have configured like the remarketing ads so you know like and the reason for it is that basically the remarketing ads are having like 10 times higher ctrs uh specifically for the display ads than uh than this prospecting ads And obviously, like it's it's like by remarketing ads, I mean like remarketing ads that are following you after you know like the user have visited the website, right? Because mm -hmm. if you have already paid for a user to come to the website and you don't have the remarketing like remarketing ads and then the you know pop-ups and the remarketing emails, then like you are just losing money on this customer. So you made some effort to bring him to the use to the website, but you are not actually like you know like going through the complete funnel. Is so, remarketing still relevant because all these cookie banners uh, that, that are out there? Uh, yeah, it actually like depends on the market, but because, uh, yeah, there are like the cookie banners, but like, yeah, it depends on the market. Obviously, like, you know, for example, German market, it's much more like privacy focused and like the percentage of users who are not uh, allowing to track them is much bigger than uh, than even in like Poland or even like in Spain, etc. right? Like yeah. in Spain, people actually don't care like so much about their like privacy as they do like in Germany. In Poland, like it's like kind of the middle ground. In US, it's also like kind of basically like in the US, uh, like having this this bar, it's not like really required. It's just required in California. So it, it's also like the local factor. So that's why we should be knowing about it, right? So where it's required and where users uh, are really uh, are allowing to be tracked or not. But still, we are talking here about like about like up to 10% of users who are not uh, allowed to, who are actually blocking the tracking. Okay. So here, like that's that's not such a big scale, right? Like actually, majority of users like are okay or with you know the cookies. They are just clicking okay, right? So they even don't read it. So um, I wouldn't be like so much worried with it. And that's yeah, remarketing is still relevant. However, when it comes to the remarketing, uh, I would say that definitely like you, you should be having remarketing ads, but then like, you know, remarketing uh, automated email series, uh, exit pop-ups are like even more important, right? Because ads is something that we neglect sometimes, you know, like once we see all of these banners, 
while if you get this you know automated triggered let's say email series specifically showcasing that you have something in your cart abandoned and with some nice promo code that's something that would have definitely much bigger conversion rates uh, on on sales so i would be even like more looking into marketing automation through pop-ups and through like email series and then like to to add Obviously, like, you need to have it all, but but email series are just you know like much more uh, much more effective here. Yeah, absolutely, and especially um, get response uses email marketing to help these uh, e-commerce uh, clients boost the sales. Uh, but but how does email marketing stack up against other channels like PPC? Yeah, uh, so definitely like email marketing specifically. Once we are talking about email marketing, like it's more about like you know marketing automation and like you know like having not just one email sent to them all, but rather you know like this personalized uh, event-based email that is sent directly to a specific user with a personalized content, right? So with, with it's more of a transactional email, right? Like with mm-hmm. let's say for abandoned carts there, and basically like they do have like you know emails. Let's take into consideration abandoned cards. So uh, emails is usually like, you know, even up to 10 times higher like sales conversion rates than ads. Yep. And that's like something supernatural because, you know, like with ads, uh, you are not really able to target precisely like, you know, the user. There might be some blockers, but with the emails, like, you know, like you, you in, like specifically as you're talking about abandoned card emails, like you are always allowed to like send them, right? And uh, it's much more direct, and you can like also showcase more information. So uh, that's like the conversion rate from emails is is much much bigger, and that's why I'm just just saying like doing it, doing it first and configuring it first uh, before before even ads because it's just much more effective. Yeah, yeah, I fully believe that. I mean, but the problem with email marketing is it requires quite the right content. Yeah? Uh, developing this is something where I think companies are struggling most because how to write that copy, how to make that perfect. I mean, what, what strategy would you recommend an e-commerce business to start using email marketing um, and, and, and getting the right content in place? Yeah, so I would definitely like suggest starting with, you know, obviously like some kind of transactional emails. I, I was I'm even like shocked like that in many e-commerce businesses like like having like this kind of not just welcome email but you know thank you for the purchase email like really well optimized it's not like it's not like one hundred percent like it's not a thing that occurs one hundred percent right so and this is super easy like you know thank you for uh, your purchase or like welcome welcome to your shop email it's like super easy to do because it can be like really short like it just requires some data that you are pulling from 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 your uh, e-commerce platform like you know these are the products that you've bought or like something something like this and basically there are like tons of templates for this like in every single marketing automation platform that is like designed for e-commerces such as get response uh, you basically don't need to reinvent the wheel from 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 scratch you you basically just can you know go to the templates pick you know like one of the hundreds of the templates that you like that you know speak to your business and then just you know like add some custom photos and sign you know, like adjust maybe the copyright for yourself. So you don't even actually need to have the copywriters because for for most of the use cases, like abandoned cards, uh, like welcome series, uh, like uh, 
uh, like you know transactional emails like thank you thank you uh, emails this there are some benchmarks that are working well so you shouldn't be reinventing them you can just you know like easily use the template and just uh, you know like follow follow the template and edit it in this drag and drop editor uh there are even like some series like you know automation series right so you don't need to think okay like what kind of uh, automation i should build you are just actually uh, like you could click and choose what for example the five emails like automation that consists of the reminder discount and like let's say content and discount like different emails uh and then actually just to re reuse it for for your business personalize it and i'm 100 sure it's gonna work yeah cool that's really great um you you, you named it automation uh, how important do you think is um automation in general not only marketing for e-commerce yeah it's it's like the critical thing right but actually by automation might might sound scary here uh but frankly saying automation is like all about make connecting your uh let's say your shopify store or like your e-commerce store or like you know shopware store uh to uh to the marketing automation platform so that you know like all of the emails let's say or the pop-ups can like get uh, can be kind of uh, yeah can be like completed with the transactional information right so that you will be able to send all of the events uh, all of the users and also information like what they bought or some photos of uh, of the products that will be embedded in the emails let's say mm -hmm. so uh, that that's basically like uh, that's the key part because as an e-commerce business you want to make sure that if i'm sending if i'm actually sending this abandoned cart emails that inside the email there will be information this is exactly what you have abandoned these are the pictures this is the price and there is like a personal promo code coming from you know shopper or like you know shopify right so that's that's more actually for e-commerce the automation is just about like connecting the data connection And making sure that you are using, uh, and also like the events connection. So making sure that you are sending the communication, the email, the pop-up just in the right time after the event was triggered. Mm -hmm. So it might sound scary, but it's like, eventually it's all about just clicking two, two buttons, let's say in GetResponse or any other software, just connecting your store to GetResponse. And then automatically, like uh, you will have this dynamic content that will be automatically updated. So uh that's that that's really easy to configure and you know like the uplift so the 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 the, the growth once once we are sending personalized content is like huge so uh like basically you can get even like up to five or six more you know conversions versus if you would just send like fix them all blank content you know email that doesn't have this personalized information okay and You also had have at, at GetResponse um, the possibility to build landing pages and websites, right? Yeah. Um, it, for an e-commerce business, uh, it, is this important to also have landing pages for specific things? Is this somehow um, best practice, yeah. or how do you deal with landing pages and websites when there is another webshop project? Yeah, yeah, definitely like not the websites because obviously, like if you're an e-commerce store, then, uh, then uh, yeah, you can actually build like an easy website like with, with, with us if you just have like a couple of products, right? Uh, but definitely, we are not like e-commerce platforms such as Shopper or like Magento or like you know Shopify. Mm -hmm. uh, we are a marketing automation platforms. So um, basically, like how you can leverage the landing pages is that 
if you have a specific campaign, let's say you've got a Black mm-hmm. Friday campaign and with a specific discount, landing pages are really good for uh, analyzing like the attribution to a specific campaign and use the landing pages, like, you know, design like the landing page in a specific way where you will be like, you know, just getting traffic to, uh, just promoting, let's say, a few products or just a specific discount code, getting the users, you know, excited about something, getting the users to sign up on the list or like build your base rather than just use it as, you know, like the base for, for your store, right? So this is actually how I would use it just for specific promotions, for specific campaigns or for, you know, like, you know, they're also working really good for some pre-order campaigns. Mm-hmm. So let's imagine that you are just introducing uh, some new products and basically they are not yet available, but uh, you are building a landing page to build your to build your um, uh, base, basically. Let's imagine that you are producing some handmade products, for example, and there is this exciting product you want to promote. And, and this is actually a really good use case for having the landing page just getting the list. And then once the product is available, just converting them to sale. And um, do you have, because you said the list, yeah? You mean the, the, yeah. the subscriber list, the newsletter? Yeah, and yeah. I think this is also something where a lot of companies um, are afraid of, oh, nobody will sign up for my newsletter and uh, I'm, I, there's, there will be no opt-in, so I do not start it. Yeah, because they're afraid of, and I know that that there are some of them that say, "Well, I I don't know what to write." I mean, how do I get my subscribers? Do you have yeah. any hacks there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so let's let's actually start with your website, and we'll be you know converting the website traffic to um to 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 actually a list, right? So to to get to get making them subscribe, and the best actually practices are uh, like you know one of the standard one is just you know like some creating some pop ups or like some forums basically that you need to sign up to uh, to like to the list to get a discount. So you shouldn't be just you know giving away like the discounts, but you should actually make sure that you give away like the discount, let's say 10% discount, if you're gonna like subscribe to the list. And that's something that we also do offer like it would get response. We offer like this forms and pop-ups that you can basically use to build your list. So this discount is like something that most of the companies do and it's it just working, right? So I guess it means that obviously some of the users will, uh, will use the discount straight away, but some of them will forget. So you will at least have the email to try to convert them again and again. And there are also obviously other ways, but basically it's all about making sure that you give away something for free for their email, right? So it's not like that, hey, just sign up for, for my list, but like, hey, here actually, if I'm selling some products for uh, for mothers, let's say, right? For, for mothers uh, who are looking for some products for their babies, you know, like offering something like a webinar, like uh, with some educational content for them or like an ebook with... 10 best ways how to make uh, your baby sleep, like continuously the whole night. Like, you know, like I think 100% of mothers would definitely, you know, just would like to get that ebook, right? So opt in because uh, baby doesn't sleep. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Because basically it's like, yeah, you need like in most countries you need, the, and I would recommend this like double opt in, right? And it's like, yeah, obviously I'm going to confirm my email because you want to get it, right? You want to read it, you want to like get access to this gated content. and you should be thinking that way, like what kind of a value I can, I can give to my users so that they will show me like this very private thing that is their email, 
And I think there are some industries like, yes, the, 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 I think like the, the, the baby actually industry is like crazy here, but definitely in every single industry can think of something that has a real value for your users. Okay. So important to provide the value to get the, um, let's say to get that paid, it's the email address. So yeah, uh, yeah. if it's free, you are the product. So then. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's, it should be content. It could be like a webinar. It could be like something that, and keep in mind that this is not just actually helpful for building your list, but also for, for building your authority as, you know, like the industry leader. So you are not selling, just selling the products, but you also are showing that, hey, I know something about like this industry, right? I know something mm -hmm. about my niche. That's very interesting. And double up, didn't you mention it? I mean, it's already an obligation in many, many countries that yeah. you must not write any more uh, emails um, if you don't have a double opt-in. Um, what, what, what's the, the state of the art at the moment for, for, for um, the, a serious business? Yeah, um, I would say that actually, uh, like, yeah, it's actually like obligatory in some countries, specifically in European countries, uh, and also in some US states, uh, not, not everywhere. But basically what we see is that in the countries like Latin America, where it's not required, the open rates are much lower. So yeah. we published also recently, and I can also share a link later, this email marketing benchmarks that are updated for, uh, for the last actually months also. And basically can compare what are the open rates and what are the click rates among various countries, industries, etc. And it's super clear also that countries where uh, that have it first, have the double opt-in first, have much better quality of their list and much bigger uh, open rates. So the difference is like, you know, like 35% average open rate for Germany and like, you know, like 12% for uh, Brazil, for example. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. So, yeah. Very yeah. interesting. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's like a huge, huge difference. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something natural, right? Because if you are like kind of more conscious of, you know, signing up for a list, then definitely you're going to be also much more interested in reading the content. So I think like, you know, like it's, and for every single business, it should be when it comes to the list, it should be about the quality and not the quantity. Because like, well, you don't want to have subscribers who are just not opening and clicking your emails, right? Like that's, yeah. that, that has no sense. Absolutely. Makes no sense. Thank you so much. We're really great. One last question. <laughs> who has taught you the most about e-commerce in your career? Ah, that's actually pretty, pretty, pretty tough, pretty tough one. Uh, about e-commerce, I must say, actually, like that, mostly like various, like actually, mostly like various customers uh, here, because uh, like you know, you you learn a lot, like you know, the, you, specifically ones you were analyzing and you were looking at the user sessions, right? You think that you you have like invented this really great like flow, let's say, right? Or you designed your website pretty well. And then you were actually looking on the user sessions and you were like, why he's not clicking there? Why they're clicking here, <laughs> right? So, uh, yeah, so I got it. I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think like you are uh, starting to become like more empathetic and like, you know, more understanding that like, you know, actually people don't always think as you are and like need to like, you know, be more like, yeah, feel more actually the users and the customers and it differs a lot for, from industry. So yeah. Yeah. That's, customers. That's, that's, yeah. That helps the a lot. best yeah. book ever. Yeah. Uh, I fully <laughs> need to agree. Uh, very cool. Thank you so much. It was really a pleasure talking to you. And as you said, uh, I mean, don't be afraid to build your lists and take care yeah to to remove the blockers from your shopping cart from the cart from the checkout
the abundant uh, rate is so high, uh, especially in mobiles. So the less friction, the less additional costs you can add, uh, the more likely um, you will lead the deal or make a purchase, uh, a sale. Um, and yeah, starting to use email marketing as part of email automation, um, automation marketing as part of your marketing strategy makes a huge difference. Um, uh, and, and, and there are, um, yeah, it's cheaper um, and it's more yeah. likely that people purchase or repurchase and win new customers through PPC campaigns, although they're still, of course, important um, and yeah. part of the game. Thank you very much and have a great time. Um, and you wanted to share the link. Uh, we will post it in the blog um, underneath this podcast and in the comments. And uh, yeah. We'll do. Yeah, we'll also share some exciting like promo codes for any users who would like to get like 20% off for getting oh, response wow. so that it's even cheaper. But also we'll share with you some some interesting content. So feel free for you. Perfectly. Thank you very much. So the users will love it. Well, yeah, that Bye. was a pleasure. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. And that's it for this episode of the Ecom Ops Podcast. If you enjoyed listening and would like us to find and interview more e-commerce operations experts, please search for Ecom Ops Podcast in your favorite podcast listening app and then subscribe, rate, and review. Until next time.